Single malt whiskey is art. The alternative beginner's guide. Single malt whisky is like art. Like art, there is a scotch to suit most tastes. Scotland's national drink, first distilled in the 11th century, it receives its characteristics from the land and the process. What makes this drink so special? And how do you begin the journey to discover the single malt for you? Whisky is 100% barley and goes through a careful process to get it just right. Liquid sun, a bit of Scotland bottled for the consumers to taste it all around the world. Some of it's science that people can prove it makes an impact, some of the ingredients and the processes. Yes, the ingredients and process make scotch as well as time and maturation. Personally, I would say the most important part is probably the maturation. Actually, maturation takes the longest, it drinks all the colour. Maturation very important as scotch can be matured in ex bourbon or ex sherry casks, giving its flavours depth. I guess for me, whisky without having time, because the, by law it must always be matured in oak casks for three years, and of course single malts will always be matured for longer than that. It's only been um, over 100 years since we've been maturing whisky uh, legally, uh, minimum three years, but it's made a huge impact on the flavour. A lot of people get obsessed about how old whisky is. I would say for the average consumer, like you and me, 15 years is lovely. The regions are really interesting and it's a great way of getting people that potentially don't have an awful lot of knowledge or background about Scotch whisky, giving them that little bit of understanding that allow them to grasp some of the, the main characteristics and differences. And of course within each whisky region you'll have huge differences anyway. I mean it's not like there's one particular flavour that dominates a whole region and that's all the story. The nice thing about the regional differences is that it encapsulates the microclimate. It really reflects the countryside from where the whisky comes from, so the lowland whiskies. If you look at the countryside in East Lothian, it's soft, rolling hills, really fertile, mild. The lighter, milder, more gentle whiskies coming from the lowlands. The highlands are much more rugged and into your face, uh, full of character. They've got all the heather, honey and slight saltiness. The slightly heavier, more robust in character for ones from Speyside. The Isla, obviously, tastes like the island. If you've ever been to Isla, when you get off the ferry, it smells like Lafranco, like I'm willing. Peaty. And the final region of Campbelltown, of course, too, which is a distinct characteristic all to itself. The main kind of families are fruity aromas, flowery aromas, slightly vegetable aromas, spicy aromas, smoky aromas. Cereal-type biscuits, that slightly vanilla, gentle kind of creamy note that you get coming through, and also sometimes a hint of the very, very light, citrusy, fruity notes too, so something maybe like a hint of just maybe grapefruit or zestiness, just kind of like that edge to the whiskey as well. So those are the lighter notes in the lowlands. 
Up in the Highlands, you're looking at maybe some more malty, nutty flavours, a bit richer, a honeyed characteristic of them coming through. I started off tasting different scotches from the regions. The first was a lowland single malt, but I thought the alcohol taste was very pungent. And it wasn't until I tried the Speyside Fruity Malts I thought, I like this. And then when you move up to Speyside, influenced by the, the fruity notes, so they can be light fruity notes like pears or bana- bananas or pineapple, or much richer notes, things like sultanas, currant raisins, plums, and spicy elements as well. Scotchrum Isla is smoky, antiseptic and peaty. I would describe it as sometimes like a bonfire in my mouth. With the smokiness in, in Isla, which is the, the last kind of big region, obviously there's a range of, uh, of smokiness according to how much peat has been used in the process. But with most of the Isla whiskies, you're going to get at least a hint of smoke coming through. Within those five regions, there will definitely be overarching themes and there'll be subtle nuances. It's uh, not always true that you should just stick to the region you like, you should experiment. And uh, you know, there are whiskies that are very mild uh, on Isla and whiskies that can be very strong on the space side region, so it's just really Once you know the basics about how the land in Scotland affects whisky, I now find it refreshing to find unusual whiskies, such as delicate floral flavours or strong cast strength. There are definite exceptions to the regional rule. I mean, the regions is a really good way of introducing people to whisky. Each individual single malt can have different expressions, which can vary quite dramatically one from the other, depending upon the length of time it's been in the cask or the type of wood finish they've had. And there's even, even examples now, particularly in some of the Speyside whiskies, where they've decided to start using peat. So they'll do a particular derivation of that whisky, which is quite a heavily peated one. So in a blind tasting, you put it up there and somebody would just immediately say, well, that's an island. Of course, it's not its Speyside. And historically, many of the mainland malts would have been that bit smokier because it was an easy fuel to come by um, to produce. I would say the Speyside, yeah. It's got a big variety, it's very soft, it's got all the aromas that people go for, like honey. You might sometimes be better having something with a much more robust and unusual character, so that when you pick up the glass you actually think, gosh, that does smell like a Christmas cake. I remember being very shocked the first time I tried uh, smoky whiskey because I've never uh, tasted. You know, even some people I've had when they've been running whiskey tastings and they've really immediately been drawn towards the really unusual smoky flavour of the Isle of Whiskies. By a favourite ship of mine that had all these aromas in it and first thing I thought... I think for me one of the nicest things about whiskey is that when you nose it and you taste it, sometimes you have very similar flavours but sometimes you have totally divergent characteristics. So quite often you'll pick up a glass and you'll nose it and there'll be immediately one aroma that you detect which is very, very clear. I have sometimes tried whiskies that weren't my favourite but I've often go back to them and was really surprised how different they tasted because you have to remember that when you taste a whiskey sometimes it's also your palate that changes so say it's at the end of the day or you're quite tired or you've just been through an illness you will taste it. I remember really clearly once losing a whiskey and getting a real characteristic of Turkish delight that was the, the aroma I could smell it was lovely and I thought this is my whiskey for just sitting and nosing because it was probably going to disappoint me when I taste it because it's been, <laughs> that, that flavour won't follow through in the palate.
think the, the nose for me often delivers more surprises than necessarily the palette would and generally obviously your nose will pick up a wider range of characteristics. If you're tasting whiskey for the first time or if you're coming back to whiskey and you, you haven't enjoyed it previously, the, the number one rule is to take your time over it. So the worst possible thing to do if you're hoping you're going to enjoy a whiskey is to just throw it back as if it were a shot. That's not going to work at all. I would say do it with a bunch of friends. Chatting Nosing it is really key because there's not many drinks that people, you know, drink at spirit strength. So mostly things will be diluted down and drunk as a long drink or cocktail or whatever. So you really need to let your senses become accustomed to, to the sure alcohol in it. Nose the whiskey and add a little water. Try and use a tulip-shaped glass. All the aromas are quite pronounced. Also, you definitely add that little splash of water to the nose as well. Have a drink of water before, clean your mouth. Joy, have an open mind. A lot of people are scared of whiskey, they think it's an old man's drink, but it's uh, so intricate, so smooth and soft. The thing is to keep trying whiskey until you find your perfect Really highly regarded around the world, it's what Scotland's most famous for. So just stay an open mind and uh, think about what you like in it, and if you don't like a particular whiskey, try another one. Created by Claire Margaret Richards. Music, Claire Margaret Richards. Ruth Longmuir, Christine Anderson. Thanks to the Scotch Whiskey Heritage Centre, Lenka Wilkes, Julie Hunter and Claire Mackay. Uh -huh.